Today's podcast is sponsored by Wonderful Pistachios, where delicious meets nutritious in the snack that packs a real protein punch. Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts out there, and each one-ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. It is no secret how much I love pistachios. I love pistachios. It is part of my identity, and honestly, there are so many fantastic flavors. My personal favorite is the wonderful pistachios no salt. It has a little blue emblem on it for the bag. So delicious. I know others love the roasted and salted, even lightly salted. There's a sweet chili that's good, a salt and pepper. There are so many options, and you can have them in the shell or no shell. Cracking each pistachio open one at a time? Yes, wonderful pistachios is the only exception I make for playing with my food. It is fun and protein all in one bite. Go ahead and visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more or pick up a bag at your local store. Let's get to cracking and let's get to snacking. Welcome to the Fun and Gains Podcast. I'm your host, Brittany Lupton, and let the gains begin. Hello and what's up, you guys? Welcome back to the Fun and Games podcast. I can't believe today is happening because it's really fun. It's a fun day. Lots of fun things. First of all, we have a special guest. Say hello. Hi, everyone. Introduce yourself. Who are you? Who's the other girl behind the mic? Who's the Who's the stranger? This is Paige Johnson. My name is Paige. Um, and I'm here with Brittany today. And I'm so excited. I know. I'm so excited, too. This has honestly been an unreal moment. I need to angle my chair a little bit more so I'm facing you because I'm like facing the wall right now. You need the eye contact. Actually, I was just telling Paige and all of you that um, when I normally record at home, I literally sit in front of one. I don't think you guys understand what it looks like. I need to take a picture and expose myself because it's so sad. You need to take the video. I got the real life example and it's basically like she's in trouble and her nose is in the corner <laughs> against the wall. That's actually exactly what it looks like. What a, what a shame. What a shame. That is life. So this is really fun to actually do this in person. And when it's ever a guest, it's normally on Zoom. So this has been so fun. I know. It's so fun. I get to actually be with you in real life. We crushed your workout today, which was so fun. It was. My quads are still shaking. Yes. We hit legs. Way. We did. We hit a good leg day. And we took the pump. We did. We yes, did. The pump was good. Yes. The yes, pump okay. was good. It was. Honestly, it's unreal to have that. Out. I guess when people listen to this, it will be out. But to have True. it out in the open. Yeah. For you not to have to like hide it. Hide it. Health secrets I know. anymore. You can it just was, spit it out. It was so hard. Oh, I don't know how you did. I wouldn't have been able to show my face on stories. Okay. Oh, no, literally, that's why I was like, I'm hiding. Yeah. I was hiding on Instagram like the week up to it because I'm like, after Nashville, I was like, I, I want to post everything, and I'm too like, I'm, I don't want to like give hints. Like something's in my cup. Yeah, like true. Mm, it's the, coming. It tastes extra good today. Yeah. I wonder what it is, and it's you know true you wanted the surprise to be there yeah. you couldn't give any hints no it was a good it was good but I don't know how you did it because I would have been I, I'm a big mouth I would have been a blower <laughs> mouth <laughs> I just spoiled it oh, it spoiled it surprise early yeah good yeah that was really fun so Paige is from Canada yes yes just across the border which is so exciting we live in different countries but we're so close at the same time yeah it's really cool so I actually went out to dinner with Darian for our anniversary I think it was like last year or a year before that and we were sitting right on the river and we look over because we're right by a window and I'm like, is that Canada? Like, is that literally it is. It's so cool. It feels like you can swim there. You really cannot. No, it's much really. farther, but like <laughs> you feel like you can swim there. The river's not that big I, though. At the point where I was, I was like, oh, you're like, maybe, maybe you just go for a little dip after dinner. Yeah. <laughs> swim on over to see me. Do you have to bring a passport or does your driver's license work when you cross the border? You need an enhanced driver's license okay. or a passport. Yeah. Okay. They don't like stamp it or anything because you're just no, going. No, no, no. It's not like you're going to like Dominican. They're like, you're here. <laughs> you're here. <laughs> no, it's not like that. Wait, that's so It's cool. so easy. It's really so easy to go across. They're like, where are you going? What are you doing? Declare anything? No, bye. Why am I so intimidated by it? It I is kind of scary. I, like, I, I feel like every time I'm going up there, I'm going to answer a question wrong. Like, <laughs> they're like, so many times they're like, what do you do for work? I'm like, I'm a student. Oh my gosh, no, I'm not a student. Oh my, Paige, why did you say that? Oh my, I just get flustered. I'm, I'm like, going to get detained. <laughs> right? I'm like, I'm not hiding anything. I'm just going to get my groceries from Trader Joe's, okay? I know. I know, it is kind of scary, but they're just like normal people. They're just normal humans working the gate, but I don't know why I feel. Do you think it's easier bad. 
to like go back to Canada or oh, come yeah. to America? Okay. Going back to your own country is always the easiest because like, they're not going to tell you you can't come back. Yeah, home. they're like, welcome home. Like, hi. How much money did you spend that you owe us for? <laughs> Wait, really? Oh, you have to pay duties. Yeah, it's awful. What? Not on food. Like most times with food, they'll let you go across like with nothing. But like say I came over here and I bought like curtains and pillows and like a bunch of decor. If you claim that, like they'll only allow, allow you to come back with so much. And then you have to pay duties on it. What? So basically it's like you're supporting another economy. Okay. So, so we need taxing. a kick. Like we need, cause our taxes are 13%. You guys are like five, maybe oh my eight, gosh. something like that. So they're like, uh, where's our money girlfriend? Oh yeah. my. Wow. I know, but not groceries. You can basically okay. get as many groceries as you want. I wonder if that's opposite. I wonder if, if you come back to America, like from Canada, you also have to declare and pay taxes. I, I don't think know. you have to declare, but I think that you guys are way more lenient with duties. Okay. Like even if I were to get a package from like White Fox or something, then I have to pay duties on it when it gets delivered. What? <laughs> like I'm like literally what? I'll order like a $300 package and I'll get a little slip. If you want your package, you're going to have to pay $100 for it because you need to pay duties. You guys don't have that. Tr- I, my mind was blown. I could not believe that in the U.S. you didn't have to do that. Oh, oh. my gosh. Wait, so yeah. you just you shop don't, Canadian? You don't oh know your duties until it arrives no. either. <laughs> what? <laughs> they don't tell you your duties are going to be this much. But some companies will pay. You'll see on the bottom of the website where it's like shipping and duties are included in the price. And okay, they'll pay I've for seen it. that. Yeah. Like when I order from Australia. Fair. And I'm like, eh, whatever. But Oh, we oh. get. Yeah, we have to pay so much. Like White Fox is a big one. It's just like. Oh, another hundred dollars on my already three hundred dollar package. Oh my god! I know it's crazy, but I just have a Detroit mailbox. So I just get it delivered there. Yeah, come on over. that's what I would do. Yeah, I know. Crazy. I'm like, I can't spend money for nothing. You know. Wait, my mind has actually been blown. What? So, are th- if you just shop Canadian companies, that's what's. I don't know best? what the regulation is because, like, like for Gymshark, do you okay. have to play duties? No, because they have a manufacturer. Like, they have a facility oh, okay. in Canada. Okay. So, okay. even though they're not a Canadian company, they have warehouses there. Therefore, that shipment's coming from the Canadian warehouse. Got it. It's when the shipment's coming outside of the Canadian warehouse. It's just, like, passing outside. through. Outside. Did I say it like that? <laughs> oh, my gosh. No, I lo- I, I'm, I'm right next to you. They say out and about in, yeah. no, in I, their hat dishes yeah. and stuff. Yeah. No, <laughs> I love it. Oh, my gosh. I never notice it until someone says it. And I'm like, oh, did I just say it like that? No, it's so sly. Yeah, just I a little it. sneaky. It's cute. It's sneakling. <laughs> sneaky. Oh, uh, okay. Well, that is so interesting. Yeah, a little bit about Canada and shopping, a little bit about if you Canada. ever want to know. A <laughs> <laughs> little tangent. Yeah, that super was on awesome. topic. So, Canadians don't buy white box. Yeah. I don't know. Really? Yeah. Real. Damn, that's crazy. Well, go ahead. Let's let's talk about you. Okay. Let's let's get a little intro. No more about you. You're um, married. Yes, how I you, am. Yeah, give a little personal spiel and okay. then how you got into the whole health and fitness space because we did sure. crush a workout We today. did. We absolutely did. Yes. Um, I'm 27. My birthday was yesterday. Y'all yeah, I know. freshly 27. Okay. Um, so yeah, a little bit about me. I am from a small town called Dresden in Ontario. And I grew up being very active in sports my entire life. I was like one of those kids who would like play baseball in the summer and then also do swim team and then also do basketball and like baseball and gymnastics. And like I've tried every sport under the sun. Bless my parents' soul for supporting that. And because of that, I was active my whole life. So I was like totally into sports every time, every season I was in a new sport. And then I went away to college. I did play varsity basketball when I went away. So I was a varsity athlete, which like was a cool opportunity being able to study and also play the sport that I loved. But then I got an injury and I stopped playing. And when I stopped playing, it was the first time ever in my life that I didn't have someone like telling me when to work out, what to eat. And I had like, didn't feel like I had to have the pressure to be physically active. And I ended up gaining like 50 pounds and went through like a total weight gain journey. Um, For about two years, I like feel like I totally lost myself in a way. Um, And then from there, I yeah, went through a 50 pound weight loss journey back to kind of the active lifestyle. Like, cause I realized like, Oh, pushing away physical health is not going to make you happy. Um, so yeah, I did take a little break from it, but then I got back into, yeah, living a healthier lifestyle, the same lifestyle I did, but trying to include competition back in my life because I didn't know what physical activity looked like if I wasn't like actually competing for a score and for winning and all those things. But strength training has really allowed me to see that competition, like maybe not with somebody else, but like myself, 
so yeah, that's just kind of a little bit of me. I studied human kinetics while I was away at school. Um, so I do have my master's in human kinetics, which is like similar to what we're doing. Um, I was more so in like the sport management side. So I did think like for a while, oh, I'd work with a professional sports team. And then I was like, well, I want to be on the field. I don't want to be working for you. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then I went a little bit further in my education, thought that I wanted to be a professor. And I guess now with being a fitness coach, it kind of is that education side of things, but it's educating on the topic that I'm most passionate about. So yeah, it's been a journey, but here I am. I love that you made that work for you of you have a career, you went to school, you're using your school and you're using it to your benefit of how to teach people about something that you love, yeah. which is the whole health and fitness I know, space. it's That's so really crazy. Cool. Like I would have never really thought that, to be honest. I just thought like, oh, the only way you can teach is in school. But it's like there's so many other informal ways of education and teaching, like especially in the health and fitness space, whether it be like form or nutrition or confidence or mindset. Like there's so many avenues of education. So I think it's, yeah, it's really cool and I love it. That's awesome. So you first fell out of sports. Yes. After college. Yes. So I played two years. So I went to school. My undergrad was four years. So I played my first two years. My second two years, I did not. And those two years were the years that I fell out. I was like, yeah, I just, I just was having this avoidance. I didn't feel confident doing anything on my own. And to be honest, I was sick and tired of playing and like being the pressure of, having to always work out and all those things. So that's, that's when I did slip off. Um, and I wouldn't even say slip off it. I'm glad that I went through that experience. Um, but that's really when I kind of neglected my health physically and mentally as well. Um, was yeah, year three and four of my undergrad. Do you think obviously your injuries kind of what started that? Yeah. And then also do you think it was a little bit of burnout of just that constant pressure? hundred percent. And I think because I'm a perfectionist, I didn't understand what it could look like outside the routine I had created. Yeah. So because of that, I'm like, well, I can't be perfect at this because I'll have to start something new. Mm-hmm. So it was easier just to run from it rather than like being uncomfortable and working through that. Like someone told me when to do, when to work out, what exercises to do. Now I have to create this for myself. And that was scary for me. And instead of pushing through that challenging time, I just avoided it for a while. Um, like I said, I wouldn't go back and change anything because I am very thankful that I'm here now and went through that journey. But at the time I definitely chose the avoidance route. Um, but yeah, I think that that's something that's very relatable too, though. Same thing after high school, I didn't play sports in college, but you're just kind of lost because you're used to a coach telling you what to do. You're used to that kind of exercise. And then when you go from that to nothing, it's so hard to find that for yourself And I know that that's a huge common thing with girls getting out of high school, girls getting out of college, stopping their sports. So I love that you were able to even talk on that. And when it comes to how did you get back on, like, was there a point when you were like, you know what, I want to get back to this. I'm not really happy living the way I am. I, I definitely knew that within myself and like I had shared it a few times like you know when you're like wanting something so you like make hints about it to people like mm-hmm. oh I'll start working out or like I need to get back into working out I need to get back into eating healthy and like I would make those com- comments quite frequently so the people around me knew that I wanted it but for some reason I wasn't taking that step myself and actually one of my really good friends one of James and I's really good friends Daryl he was he we met him when I was playing sports so he had been through kind of the whole journey with me and he knows I love competition. He said to me, you're not going to do it. And I was like, I'm not. Okay. Watch me. So the next, I, cause I was saying to him like, okay, tomorrow I'm starting. Like tomorrow I'm doing it. And he's like, you're not, you've told me this before and you're not. And I'm going to give you hard love and tough love because deep down he knew that's what I needed. And I was like, this is now a competition. Like, and not even just to say that I won and I did it just because I was like, wow, that's the motivation I need. Like I need tough love at times. And yeah, he gave it to me and was like, no, you're not. And I was like, yes, I am. Watch me. And I literally started the next day. And from there, the rest was kind of history. It was so crazy. Man, the ultimate motivator. Somebody doubting you. I know. I'm not going to lie. That's where most of my fuel comes from is from people telling me I can't. And that's actually, I hate saying this, but like a TikTok sound is like the two words, people telling me that you can't. But my answer is watch me. Yeah, and I'm literally. like, let's go. Like literally that I relate to that so much because I do have that competitive spirit too. And I love, I love that because I'm like, you're going to tell me I can't do it again. Like we kind of talked earlier about how me having my own setback of pregnancy and 
going through that weight gain journey and Mm -hmm. also having to lose a good 40, 50 pounds postpartum and working through that of people just saying like, you can't get back. You're you're never going to do it. And I was like, well, watch me. I swear it is like fuel, right? You just poured lighter fluid on me, baby. Let's go. I can't wait to do it and go even further than I ever thought I would. Like that is definitely my motivation. Like I am very internal motive, internally motivated, but sometimes that external motivation of someone saying like, yeah, right. You can't do it. And like, Oh, you just set me on fire, sir. (laughs) So how did you, as you were now trying to get back into things, did you find it was easier because you once lived that lifestyle? So was it a little bit easier? Were you still trying to figure out, like, did you have to relearn anything? What was that process looking like for if somebody's in that position of, uh, I used to live a healthy life. I've really fallen off track. Got to go through a weight loss journey. Like, what does that look like? Yeah. So I think for everyone, it looks a little bit different. I think everyone's resources look a little bit different. Their support system looks a little bit different. So I wouldn't want to say like, compare this to me and then yep. feel like this is the exact way they have to do it. For me, I knew I was big on education and I'm also big on hiring out. I hired a coach for myself. Mainly, I I did know a lot because of the field of study that I was in, but I'm somebody who needs to be held accountable for my actions. I'm just that person. I like check-ins. I like communication. I like that. So for me personally, I did hire a coach. I hired a coach from for the first year. So in 52 weeks, I lost 51 pounds. So right around a pound a week. Um, And then from there, I went out on my own. Now, during that time, I could have done it on my own. Absolutely. But I was so done with myself, like of the times that I like said I was going to, but then didn't do it and then tried, but then never stuck to it. I I was over it. I'm like, I'm going to do it 100% this time. And I knew that I'm not going to let myself down and somebody else down. And I'm also paying for it. Like I'm never somebody who's going to pay money and not do something like yeah. money is value to me. Mm-hmm. Um, so for me personally, that was something that worked. However, for others that might not work, that the resources might not be there. They might not align perfectly with a coach. So I wouldn't want to say that's the only way to do it. Um, I also think that like with social media, there's Yes, there's a lot of misinformation out there at times, but there are really good pages and really good resources where there are free resources out there that you can learn from. Um, and a lot of it's just trial and error. Whatever works for me is sure as heck not going to work for somebody else. Mm-hmm. So comparing always kind of felt like a setback for me. So I was like, I can't, I need someone who's going to personalize this for me so that I don't get wrapped in my head of comparing to somebody else. And at six months, they look like this. And why don't I look like this? Like I just needed that to go all in and trust it. Um, so for me, yeah, the coach really worked. That's awesome. Was there any point in that weight loss journey where you felt like the results aren't working or you felt really discouraged? Maybe it was taking longer than you wanted. How do you stay patient through that process and trust it? Because I feel like that's something a lot of people struggle with. You know, we wanted results last year. Maybe we've been sitting saying, we're going to do it. We're going to do it. And we're, you know, three weeks in, four weeks in, and you haven't seen results yet. Like, what would you say to that? I think a big thing is your form of results. So collecting data in different ways, not just focusing on the scale. Like the scale is great because it's an instant indicator of if let's your weight is going down, your body weight is going down, your fat's going down. But at the same time, progress pictures, energy, um, there's so many other measurements. There's so many other things that are ways that you can measure that progress. And if you're only focusing on one, it is going to set you back. And I definitely did that. I was, I did get to a point where I was so focused on the scale because I wanted to lose weight and I had this 50 pound goal, I felt like that's all I was looking at. So when I would get defeated, I would look back at progress pictures and be like, Oh my, I see it. Like, or it would be like maybe a compliment from somebody or even like as simple as like going to the gym and like being able to lift heavier. Like that's progress too. I would just say like analyze different forms of of data, if that makes sense. And like, like I said, I get it. The scale is really hard, but there's also a lot of indicators in the scale that we don't look at hormones like time of the month, there's so many things, water weight, water retention, what you ate last night, what time you ate that make the scale go up and down at different times. So if we're only focusing on that, it is going to be defeating. So I always challenge you like, or challenge somebody who's struggling with that, like at least have two other forms of data that you collect. Um, so that, even if it's just a check-in with yourself in the morning, like how's my energy? How was my sleep last night? Like just like those little things to be like, Oh wow, I'm, I feel better about myself. Like I think that'll really help. Also for me, journaling was really big because I could go back and read what I said to myself at the beginning. I'm like, ooh, "Ooh, mindset when I was like, that's like just like simple things. I'm like the way that I would like view myself or talk to myself or 
even how my goals changed over time, it was really cool to be able to go back and look at. And obviously it wasn't just like, oh, I'm going to go back and look at yesterday's. It was more so like, let's go back and look what six months ago I said, which is, yeah, it was really cool. Let's talk about that mindset page. Yeah. What were those old journal entries looking like versus now? How do you think, like, how has your mindset shifted? I feel like when I first started, all I cared about was the end image, if that makes sense. Like, to be skinny, literally to be skinny, that word. Like I wrote that so many times. Oh my gosh, it's gonna make me like emotional. I'm like, I wrote that so many times. I'm like, that's so, like, uh." I'm like, that's so crazy to me that like, that was my goal for so long. And it's like, there was so much like pressure to always be that. Um, And just like now looking back and be like, no, like I actually want to be strong. And like, I don't care about that anymore. Like I let that go. That was like so huge for me to be able to do. Um, yeah, that word for me was just like a toxic word I used to myself that like it, I, I never viewed myself as that. And even if, if I said, oh, and at 20 pounds, I'll be skinny. I'm, I'm putting quotation marks when I got there. I never felt that. So then I would want more and I'd want more and I'd want more. And it was like this ever like never ending cycle of like never being satisfied. And I still get caught up in that not being satisfied mindset at times, but journaling literally changed my life because I can go back and see the growth and when you go back and read your old words, you really feel that emotion you felt at that time. Yeah. I think it's like such a beautiful process to see like how you different, the ways that you talked about yourself and the ways that you view yourself and how your goals shift. And some are, are ways that aren't negative and necessarily just like your life changes or your lifestyle changes or all those things. But it was, yeah, really cool to look back on like mindset wise, how that, how, how it grew. Yeah. That's really powerful. Thank you so much for sharing. (laughs) This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry a bunch of different stressors. Recently, Darian and I are working through moving, him graduating, taking boards, wrapping up things here in Michigan, and our cross-country move to Florida. Like us, I assume that you also probably have a lot of things that are going on in your life and some stressors, whether they are big or small. And oftentimes we can keep them bottled up and then it can start to affect us negatively. But therapy can be a safe place for you to get things off of your chest and try to work through whatever is weighing you down. If you're thinking of starting therapy, go ahead and give BetterHelp a try. It is entirely online and it's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. So just fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. So get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash Brit today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H E lp.com slash Brit. Skincare from the sea. You got that right. I'm introducing you into the brand Osea. If you have not heard of them yet, this company is called OSEA. It stands for Ocean, Sun, Earth, and Atmosphere. And it is an amazing skincare and body care company. This company is vegan and cruelty-free. They're climate neutral certified and ocean positive. It is a clean beauty company. checks all of the boxes. I love these products so much. I actually gave some away to some of you for the local event so that you could try them as well. Some of the favorite ones that I use are the body oil and lotion. And then I also love the hyaluronic serum and the ID puff serum. And every time I use them, I feel so luxurious. They also have a few gift sets that are going on for Mother's Day, which is really fun. They have a glow and go facial set and then a golden glow body set. I'm definitely going to get my mom one of these. I just don't know which yet. So go ahead and treat yourself or your mom to the everyday spa experience that you deserve. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code FUNGAINS at OseaMalibu.com. You'll get free samples with every order and free shipping on orders over $60. Head over to OseaMalibu.com and use code FUNGAINS for 10% off. We had a little handful. I know. We, we had a handful. I was tears. like, oh, the tears are coming. I'm a very emotional person. No, so. I I feel that. And I think a lot of people are going to be able to relate to that and hold on tightly. So thank you seriously so much for sharing. Of I love course. this so much. Yeah. Share that moment with me. Yeah. I agree with journaling. I feel like reading old entries and being able to reflect on that is in a sense, like an out-of-body experience. I always feel like, 100%. right? Like the way I can express like ghost of Christmas past, like you're looking 
at your older self and saying, wow, I was in such a dark place. Like this is what I was focusing on. This is what I was writing about. And to be able, I have chills to be able to look back and be able to move forward and say, I have had some kind of progress. I have had some kind of growth. Again, it's not always going to look the same for everybody. And I love, 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 and appreciate that you said measure in more, like measure your progress in a lot of different ways, because you have to have those different factors. It is not just about the number on the scale, your mental shift, probably being able to have that reflection and being able to have a change of perspective and trajectory. Like for you, I feel like, as you said, when you lost that first 20 pounds, you're like, then I'll be happy. Then I'll be happy. You get there and you're still not fulfilled. You're still not satisfied because you have to have that mental shift. hundred mm-hmm. percent. I feel like so many people think of health as only physical, but like health is literally spiritual it's mental and it's physical and like it's like a teeter-totter I always say like that's great your your health physically is thriving but if your mental and spiritual health are so at a disconnect from your body that's not health like health isn't excelling at one and forgetting about two or excelling at two and forgetting about one it's this creation of balance where you focus on your mental health and you know what sometimes that means letting go physically a little bit that means not going to the gym seven days in a row not going having to take an extra deload week whatever that may may be to catch your mental health up and that mental aspect of your health you know what I mean like 100% I feel like that sometimes is just that's one of my big learnings for sure I was like mental health who what is even that like I was definitely not emotionally intelligent enough to even understand what that was at the time I just thought like health physical okay it means I need to look a certain way and it doesn't no there's no perfect picture of health I could shout that from the rooftop because it's going to look so different on everybody, everyone's body. And I always love people always say, I feel like it's always said now, but everyone could work out and eat the same and you're going to look different. And your health is hundred percent more than just physically what you look like because a, our bodies were designed for more than just to be looked at. (laughs) Yes. There's so much more potential and value that each of us hold than just outside of our bodies yeah I agree what they look like we forget about that so many times just from like societal pressures and social media outlets there's always these things that are telling you more and more and more and you're never satisfied and at the click of a button you can lose weight and 50 pounds in two months and all these pills and all the honestly the fulfillment you will get doing it yourself and maybe taking the slower approach that is more lifestyle is way more rewarding because it's actually something you did and you changed for yourself. And it's lifetime. Like, yes. it's a lifestyle. Like, I always remember when I'm first working with the client, I remember. I It brings me right back to the emotion of feeling that diet. I hate that word because it's not a diet. But when you shift your lifestyle, it feels restrictive at first. When you go from eating, let's call it restaurant food, every single night. And then you're like making home-cooked meals. It feels different. It feels like a diet. I, it's the weirdest thing. I'm like, I never, I don't remember the day it happened, but when I woke up and it's like, it's a lifestyle now. Like, I don't remember that morning waking up and being like, it's my lifestyle now. Yeah. But looking back, I'm like, okay, now it's my lifestyle. But at one point it wasn't, it was Ooh. a work towards that lifestyle. And it's like, I wish I could remember the day I woke up and I didn't feel that. Mm-hmm. Cause I'm like, oh, that was a beautiful day. I, it happened and I didn't even know it was the last time I would have that negative thought towards it. But looking back, I can see the shift of like, oh, this is just what I do now. And I, and I love it. But before I was like, oh, like I have to go to the gym and I, oh, I don't want to eat healthy. And I didn't, it wasn't normal. It was yeah. challenging. It was hard. Um, but yeah, the lifestyle piece is like in my mind, the most beautiful piece. Cause like you literally take it with you for the rest of your life. Yeah. Wait, can you please touch more on that mindset of, because I, that like makes me think of when you are living your life a different way or one way and you have to change that that is very hard mentally to go through those shifts. And like you said, it can seem restrictive, even though it's going to be better for your health in the long run. So is there, do you have anything else you want to say on that? Cause I think that that's so important to touch on and to even tap into a little more. If somebody is going from, you know, eating whatever they want, not having to care, mm-hmm. but knowing the downside of almost not caring enough about what you are doing. Absolutely. Or otherwise, like there's a very tender balance of knowing it's okay to be aware and conscious and want to make better health decisions without it going to an obsessive, restrictive area. So I 100% agree. And I think that right now we're almost in this space where people 
fear, let's say, tracking your calories. Yeah. It's just a form of data collection. That's truly all it is at the baseline level. It's perceived at times as negative because it's restricting. That's a pers- that's someone else's perspective. Mm-hmm. If it's not your own perspective, don't take it on as your own. And I think that what's my strategy that worked for me might not work for somebody else, but there really is this fine line of not caring at all and then caring too much. And I don't think you just find the balance. I think sometimes you swing the opposite way. There were many times where I look back and I'm like, wow, I was practicing something very restrictive. I did fear going for dinner because I wouldn't know exactly how many calories were in something or I, for sure on my plan. It, it's not that you just go from not caring at all to this perfect sweet balance. It's not that. But I do think that it's okay to track. It is okay. If that, if that works for you, I'm not saying that that has to work for everyone. I would never pressure someone into believing that's the only way. But when you change something, it's going to feel restrictive. Like if it doesn't change you, it's, if it doesn't challenge you, it's not going to change you. And I know people have heard that before, but it's really true. Like it's not, if it was easy, everyone would do it. Let's Mm -hmm. be honest. Right. So I think that there is this fine balance of knowing what works for you. What's restrictive to me might not be restrictive to you or what's restrictive to you might be restrictive to me. And it's making sure that your plan is personalized to you and your lifestyle. And like, if I work night shift and you work a nine to five from home and someone works a nine to five at the hospital, we're all going to have different lifestyles. What works for us is going to be different. Some people might meal plan. Some people might buy meal plans from someone else. Like there's just so many things that could work for different people, but it's just finding that balance between letting go of the perfection of it, the being obsessive over it and also not caring enough. There is this very fine line. I agree. How do you feel like you've been able to overcome that fear of perfection within yourself was that something you ever dealed with yeah oh 100% I still deal with that I am a perfectionist at nature with career with health with everything (laughs) I'm cleaning the house I am basically want to lick my baseboards because they're so clean like it's embarrassing oh my gosh don't look at my gym gym. (laughs) no 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 you're good it is is very much under construction (laughs) I am just a perfectionist and I think that is still 100% my biggest struggle like and it might be for the rest of my life but if I get a little better at it every day that's all that matters but I think letting go and not having these expectations for yourself like I'm very much somebody who is like tomorrow I'm doing this at nine and then that's at nine fifteen, and then nine thirty, and then and then someone would say to me like do you want to go for dinner and I'm like nope I can't and it wasn't planned it's like sometimes memories over macros like at sometimes in your life the memories freaking matter more and it doesn't like one day isn't throwing it all away it's mm-hmm. not going to and if you're not living life what's the point of it all yes like you still have to live your life and all of that is in creation of balance like if you're going out every single night for dinner well that's not balance either but if you're staying home every single night and you're fearful of that that's not balance either so it's try it it might make you feel uncomfortable you'll know in the moment if it was right for you but if you're doing it out of fear and you're not like you're not doing it out of fear I challenge you to do it. Like if you're doing it, not doing it because you're scared, try it. What's the worst thing that could happen? You say, you know what? That wasn't for me. I learned from it. Here's a few things I'll take away from it. Or you might say, that was the best experience I've ever had in my life. You know, it's just like letting go of what you think it's going to be because a lot of times it's not actually as scary as you think. Oh my gosh. I love this episode so much. So many good nuggets. So many little good nuggets. Oh my gosh. I love this. I didn't even anticipate it to go this direction. (laughs) I just, I love you so much more. This is why I love the podcast because you get to just know somebody's heart and soul. I know. Isn't it true? You really do. I just love you so much. (laughs) Let's talk about your training now. What do you like to do in the gym? What is your go-tos? What's your split? How have you been able to adapt that? Yeah. So... I will say this is something I've recently, the perfectionist I've let go as in like a month ago. Okay. I was realizing that what I was doing wasn't actually bringing me joy. Um, I was just like totally in this routine and I know it took a long time to realize what it was, but I through journaling found out like, wow, the reason why I'm so scared to change my routine in the gym is because I'm fearful to gain weight. I'm fearful. I've never changed my routine. I've done, I did five strength-based workouts at eight to 10 K steps, just a normal step since I started. And I'm like, I actually don't enjoy this, but I'm scared to let go. I actually wanted to like do a spin class or maybe try a Pilates class or maybe try yoga. But I'm like, 
no, I have to stick to my five days because subconsciously so deep down, I was so fearful to go back to that place. And I'm like, just recently, literally, I'm telling you, like within the month, I went down to four strength training workouts now. And now I allow myself to just do one, like whatever you want. Some, and you know what? Some weeks I do five because I actually enjoy showing up, but giving myself grace and allowing myself that choice to be like, do I want to actually show up today? has created like so much more excitement like I remember when I first started I used to like get giddy when I'd go to the gym like I'd be like going to bed like I got my cute gym fic pic Yee. from tomorrow and like I'm so excited to go and I completely lost that over the last year like I just didn't feel excited and I'm like if I do not love it something's got to change here like I need I need to bring back this joy that this one's brought me and I don't want to get to a point where then I neglect it and then I do go back to where I was because I'm end up full circling right where I started of I was involved so much in sport I was so obsessive about it and I pushed it all away I'm like I could feel myself getting there again and I'm like Paige you know what this trigger was the first time don't get back there so yeah I do currently right now four weight training days a day or a day absolutely not (laughs) no 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 we'll take that back a week a week after I say I just create balance okay four weight training days for a day please for a day no for a week I do a push a pull a quads and glutes and then a hamstrings and glutes day and then that last day I allow myself to do whatever the heck I want sometimes I just go and I just hit random workouts I follow a plan every other day Mm -hmm. so it's so cool to be like I want to try this exercise or like I'm going to do a spin class today she's gonna be a spin girly or like go for a walk or just like to do whatever my soul literally wants in that moment so yeah it's really helped me I feel that because I feel like I've dropped to four days a week because I like to add in an extra day if I want to go for a walk or a run or if I'm just extra busy yeah right it's just kind of fun and I always say set a goal that's realistic because if you set an unrealistic goal let's say you think you can work out four four to five times a week if you say set your goal to five and you don't hit it you feel like you failed but if you set it to four and you get it every single week and that on some weeks you get five you're a rock star you're like heck yeah I'm a queen you know what I mean so it's like set yourself up for what is realistic for you because then you actually feel good about yourself like why are we trying to let ourselves down here I know and then you go in the negative spiral of oh I can't do it I'm not good enough yeah or or your body's telling you they're it's tired and it needs rest you're like I gotta hit that fifth day it's like no 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 take it back listen to your body set a realistic goal and crush it and when you're there work hard and be focused in all those things but if you can't show up and be mindful in the moment then there's something needs to change like it's obviously too overwhelming for your routine and I'm saying this basically out loud to myself because Aww. I just went through this yeah um but yeah honestly it's it's been good to let go a little bit that's really cool thank you for sharing yeah of course and I feel like when like you said I get down on myself if I plan to go five days and I only go four I'm upset about missing that one day I'm not focusing on the four great workouts I had absolutely so that has also been a huge mindset shift I've had over the past year of counting my wins making sure that my goals are realistic so I'm not being a Debbie Downer on myself when I'm like no you still had three to four perfectly great workouts like why are you so why are we forgetting and not celebrating those yeah like what do you mean (laughs) (laughs) I feel you I'm someone who's like I love overachieving like I've always been that person so it's so easy to be like I'll just push myself a little bit, but you can only do that so much before you literally burn out. Yes. And then you're really going to spiral because your body actually can't even do two workouts now. So it's like that balance. Once again, it all comes back to balance of for your mind, your body and your soul to allow that grace to say like, you know what? These, this is what's realistic for me. And I'm just going to be okay with that. And I'm going to be happy that I did it. Yeah. Yeah. Do you feel like there's any other balancing tips you've been able to work on with you in your life yeah I think balance for me comes from a routine because it allows me a space where I can create balance if I don't have a plan set up then I tend to avoid the balance because then I get like feel like I I haven't done enough I haven't done enough and I'm like spiraling a bit but when I have a strict like not a strict plan but when I have a strict routine of these are the days I'm going to work out on the uh, the other moments, hundreds of hours in life, I can choose what I want to do. That yeah. creates that balance for me of James being like, let's go for dinner. Let's just go to the States. Let's go. My workouts already in. They're already scheduled. I'm treating those like appointments. Like I'm not, not showing up to my doctor's office. So I'm sure as heck not showing up to my own time with myself. And it creates balance because I've already got those in instead of being like, well, Monday I had avoided it. Tuesday I avoided it. Wednesday I avoided it. I only have four days left, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. If something comes up, now I have to say no. And now there's no balance because I was not 
prepared. I was not proactive. I was reactive. So yeah, I've just say like plan ahead, know your week, set yourself up, know your voice, say yes at times and say no at times. Like it's okay to say no, but it's also okay to say yes. Like mm-hmm. you have to remember to just do spontaneous things once in a while to create that kind of balance. Yeah. I love that you have that insight and that perspective of Thank making you. sure like to say yes when you want to do things to try new things yeah. but also being able to say no and I'm a big routine girly too oh, man I live live by it because I feel so good yes. when I'm on my routine I feel so good and I feel like a lot of people think routine means strictness mm-hmm. I don't think it means strictness I think it means accountability it's taking accountability for your time yeah if I didn't wasn't a routine person I wouldn't accomplish the things I accomplish in a day and then also have that downtime at night, right? Like if I would be the person still on in my office at 9 p.m. instead of enjoying time with James on the couch, if I didn't have that routine, I'm a very structured person. And I always say to people who aren't, just try it once. And my structure might not be yours. Like exactly, it might not be to the 15 minute it might be to the hour <laughs> I know I'm a little crazy at times but routine is literally the most beautiful thing and I I thrive in a routine I love it I do too I feel like I'm really confident because okay. I feel I don't know if it's the controller just feeling like I everything that I plan is gonna get done so that gives me peace of mind I don't have to be anxious when I'm in the routine because everything I know I need to do I'm checking off. I'm in the routine. I'm doing it. And everything is so smooth sailing. And I feel happiest when I'm doing that. So I'm like, why do I ever deviate? Why do I do that? Why do I get off the the routine? And I also feel like (laughs) if I don't accomplish something, I'm not hard on myself because I know that I set myself up the best I could. It's like, Paige, you had a great setup. It just wasn't realistic today. If I don't follow routine, you're very nice to yourself. (laughs) If I don't follow routine, I mean, it's easier said than done. But if I don't follow a routine and I'm like, I have no checklist, well, then how the heck am I ever going to feel accomplished? Like, I love nothing's better. I'm not even a checker, I'm a scratcher outer. Oh, I love it. I'm I'm all cute and stuff, but like with the writing out, and then I'm like, (laughs) (laughs) when I'm done, and I'm like, I don't want to ever see you again. Goodbye. Oh my gosh, how satisfying. You're like, did that. Yes. Are you a checklist person? I am a just list person. Okay, you're just listing everything. <laughs> are you an electronic have, lister or are you a, 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 a like a, a handwritten lister? I'm a boat. You're a double dipper. I am a double dipper. <laughs> I am you're a different breed. <laughs> I, am a, I have to have a running list on my <laughs> notes app and I have gotten so much better at this, but I have to just write everything down that is stressing me out. I love that. I never have enough time, especially as a mom. I know I never have enough time. So I've really been working on prioritizing and giving myself grace. Like if things don't get done, it's okay and let that go. But it's a hard balance because I'm like, no, I need to push and I need to get it done. And then if I'm like too relaxed, then nothing gets done. So it's like this horrible balance of how hard am I going to push myself today? Am I going to be burnt out tomorrow to yeah, try literally. and just make up for lost time, trying to ba- just balance time? Because you asked like, how do you, do you find it hard to do what you do as a mom? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I am constant. My list is so toxic. <laughs> You're like, I have 100. No, constantly, <laughs> constantly. And nothing ever gets touched that has to do with cleaning my house. <laughs> That's okay. It's like okay. never ever gets touched because it's like, Vinny, Darian, work. Yeah. That's all I can do. <laughs> Literally. It's so stressful. It's so bad. But I've been getting so much better at like accepting. Yeah. You can only do so we much. You can only do so you're much. One, one, you're one lady. Yeah. Like, and you like. can't do it all. Don't stress. Like just let go of it and, and chill. Mm-hmm. That has helped me so much. Right. The amount of time looking back, I would be like, wow, I wasted so much time sitting there stressing about how the thing I actually don't have time to get done isn't going to get done that that 10 minutes yeah. could have got something else done. Yeah. I'm like, Paige, you wasted 10 minutes coming up with a plan that was never going to get done. <laughs> like, come on, let it go, girlfriend. Like, ugh, I know. I'm, yeah, let's move on already. Yeah, that inside voice, she is crazy sometimes. We've got to keep her in chat. I'm like, she needs to be on like a leash. <laughs> Literally, she needs to be in locked up sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> like that do you have any pets yeah i do i have a little wiener dog his name's puck and he's so cute wait i need a picture oh. the leash i was like she has to have a dog yeah I, she's oh my she, the leash he's literally the most beautiful soul i always wanted a dash and i grew up with wiener dogs my whole life so i 
said to James, can we get one? He said, yes, as long as I get to name it. And he <gasps> loves hockey. So he's like, his name's Peck. Wait, this that's so cute. So oh, oh, perfect. Perfection. Like, perfect. He's a little angel baby looking up. Here's him with his leash. Oh, oh he's my a goodness. little nugget. He knows it. Oh, and he, he is the star. He's a poser. You blow out the camera. He's like, oh, he's ready. He's getting his angles. It's my moment. Right? Mom, Mom again, again. This yeah, one. again. Do it again. Do it again. I was at Chick-fil-A yesterday. I took Vinny to the play place and some kid like came out and literally asked his mom, mom, can you please take a picture of me? I was like, oh, he did not. Kid. Yeah. So I was How like, old was he? Oh, um, he was actually older than I thought. He was like seven. And he asked. For yeah. He was like, can you please take a picture of me? I'm like, this is cool. I like this. This he is was a like, new generation. He was like trying to do a cool thing in the play place. I'm like, this that is awesome. My heart. Yeah. That's literally adorable. He was ready. He was ready for his angles. He was so confident. <laughs> was I love to see it. <laughs> he was so ready that's adorable oh i love that oh, dachshund so cute i know they're adorable yeah that's one thing americans say say it again what do you say oh dachshund hound? yeah and what we say dash hound in canada i oh weird right okay we could go down a rabbit hole of the words we say different i've done this before okay wait crazy. i want wait let's do like three okay do you know what an eaves trough is I'm gonna guess an elevator. No, this is a, this is, this would be a funny episode. Okay. No, it's a gutter. Whoa. Gutters are those things around your house, right? Yes. Yeah, we call them eaves troughs. Trough. Eaves troughed. So, but like a trough, even, you know, I, that horses drink out of. So like, I yeah, can yeah. kind of see that. Okay, okay yeah. I can understand the trough. Mm-hmm. Okay. Eaves 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 troughed. I don't know where that came from. Is that it one weird? word or two words? I think it's one word. Okay. To okay. be honest, I don't think I've ever used that word and spelled it out myself. Do you just, just like, say gutter? No, oh, no, you just. I didn't even know it was gutter. Oh, no, I didn't even know until well, I knew now. But I'm yeah. saying like I didn't know until me and my friend who's from Texas we were doing this. Like, oh, Texas, that's and funny. And we were like, "Lol, this is hilarious." And she's like, "Gutter." I'm like, "What is that? What is a gutter?" And she showed me a picture. I'm like, "Oh no, 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 that's an Eastroff's girlfriend. That's an oh. Eastroff. So funny. Yeah, that's a weird one. Okay. Now the Dashhound one, Docks. Do- yeah. What do you call it again? Dachshund. Dachshund. Dashhound. I don't understand. I think it is spelled. It is spelled like a Dashhound. Is yeah, I think because it's so. like C. There's no X. No, Dachshund. I right. There's no X. It's like S C H. Yeah. Dash. Yeah, I don't know. That's weird. Oh, there was a really English good one. is makes no sense. It, it literally. I like, don't understand it. Red is spelt like twenty thousand different ways, and I'm like red, red, lead, lead. <laughs> it's so weird. I don't like it. I know. I literally <laughs> hate it, and I don't understand. But yeah, Americans and Canadians. Here we are, literally it. two seconds from each other, and we're like gutter, eavesdrop, gutter, eavesdrop. I think that's so cool. I know it's it's funny. Yeah. You don't speak any French in your Providence, do you? Actually, Ontario, our second language is French. We learn it in school. However, like I can say like very basic words. Like I feel like Americans learn Spanish a lot more in depth than Canadians learn French unless you're from Quebec. Yes. Um, If you're from Quebec, like Montreal, then you're going to speak fluent. However, it's going to be very different than like France French. Yeah. It's like a more slang, they say. Um, But yeah, we don't really... Like, we do learn, but, like, bonjour, comment ça va? Like, yeah. it's, hi, how are you? Like, I can count and I can say some colors. Like, I can't really have a full have conversation. A conversation. Yeah, okay, I cool. wish I could. Language is beautiful, but. I know. Just English for me. I was like, if I could have a superpower, it would definitely be to be able to speak every language. Like, wherever you're dropped on the map, you can just fluently Wouldn't speak. Wouldn't that be so cool? Oh, That's what I'd love. You I'd, would be really moving everywhere. Oh, my gosh. I know. I was telling Paige. I was like, my dad's in the army. Your dad's in the army? I just love cool facts about people. And that yeah. was, like, so cool. I'm like, say it again. She's like, my dad's in the army. I'm like, okay. Oh, my goodness. You were born okay. in Germany? This is so cool. It was so cool. Yeah. yeah. Fun facts. What yeah, about, you okay, if you could have a superpower, though, what would what would yours be? Random question. Wow. I, I would be able to read people's mind. Oh, when you want to, though? Yeah, okay. not always. Like, have control I could, over that. Okay. I could not hear people's thoughts all day. I feel like I I'd would, be so self-conscious. Oh, I wouldn't want to know. But, like, sometimes, you know, when, like, you're okay. just, like, just, tell I don't me. know, just tell me. Or, like, or like with James, sometimes he wouldn't even have to tell me. I would mm. just know. You know, that would be really cool, though, to, like, have somebody's perspective and know 
how they saw a moment because like we're having the same experience but it's actually totally Totally different different. because we're coming from different places and oh that would be cool i know i'll ask the last question which is what is one thing you would tell your younger self Ooh, i would say protect your energy that's what i would say to myself like as in like protect yeah i don't know how that I don't think that phrase has ever come out of my mouth, but protect your energy. Like stop worrying about what other people are thinking. Like if you don't want to do something, you don't have to do it. Stop people pleasing, like stop doing things and that you don't actually want for yourself. that You know, doesn't support you, your goals, your lifestyle just for somebody else's approval. Because I did that for far too many freaking years. Like so many moments I can go back to and think of like, I'm like, wow, I knew I didn't want to be there. I knew I, but I didn't want to let someone down and I didn't want to, Oh my gosh. And I'm like, no, the power is in no. Sometimes it's also in yes sometimes, but like protect your energy because like that is like currency. Like, you know, like it's like, it's going to, it's what's going to get you up in the morning. It's what's going to have energy to have a relationship and get to the gym and have positive mindset and all those things. So yeah, protect your energy. I feel like I still need to work on that at times, you know, when like you just don't want to, I have FOMO. I have the worst case of FOMO ever. I don't want to miss out. But sometimes it's just got to be a no. Mm -hmm. That's something I'm also learning and have learned a lot because I'll be around in people or in situations and I'm like, this is just not it. Why do I keep doing this? Or yeah, I need need to stop there before I say certain things, you know, or, you know, I don't want people to be like, oh no, is she talking about me? Yeah. yeah. So I'm like, no, No, it's true. And I feel like it doesn't happen all the time. And it's not even personal to that person at times. It's not like it's you who's causing them. It's like, in the moment, it didn't feel right, but I still I still said yes, and I put myself at risk for that. Like, And now tomorrow my routine's off, and now I have no energy. Oh, my and gosh, I, yes. And I'm yes. like, just protect your energy. Like, Just protect it, and only you need to be in control of that. If it's for you, it won't pass you kind of thing. 100%. Yeah. I love it. Thank you so much for coming on. Oh, this is literally the best ever. Just like chats with you are so fun, and yeah. I get to actually be here in person, which is I even know. It's even better. It's way better. Like so much better. Being in someone's physical presence is just like nothing can top I it. I know. And now I can actually give you a hug after. I know, right? <laughs> we had the little hand touch and I get a little yeah, hug after. Go ahead and tell everybody where they can find you on social so they can look into you. Yes. So on YouTube, on TikTok and on Instagram, it's at Paige Johnston with a T underscore fit. And that's it. Yay. Yay. Give her a follow. Give her some love, you guys. Yes, thank you thank so much you. for coming on. Thank you for having me. It's honestly been an honor it's yeah i've looked up you i've looked up to you for a long time so it's so cool being here well thanks for coming that's so amazing yay thank you guys so much for listening and we'll talk to you all next week for some more fun and games bye bye you're listening to the fun and games podcast with your host Brittany lupton thanks for listening to another episode don't forget to subscribe rate and review this podcast and we'll see you all next time for some more fun and games bye Uh